We still have time now uh, to talk innovation because we want to encourage innovation in terms of product, innovative thought, innovative thinking, innovation in terms of tackling solutions and making things work better in our country. We'll chat to Ken Hawkes about it in a moment. SAFM has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that is fair, and programming that is not harmful, does not amount to hate speech, or contain violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. PO Box 142365. Craig Hall 2024 fax to 011-326-3198 or an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za For more information, please visit www.bccsa.co.za 8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda and let's talk innovation with a different take. We, we speak to Ken uh, Hawksworth, who is the chairman of the Institute for Inventors and, uh, and Innovators, which is important if you want to know a whole lot of things around innovation and protecting your, your innovation. So, Ken, uh, good of you to talk to us. Thanks for your time. Hi there. Thank you. Right. So let, let's let, let's get to, you know, a couple of things first, the important one. When people invent something, there's always this thing about, like, how do I protect my invention at the same time when I need to shop around because I'm looking for partners, I'm looking for funding, I want help from other people. How, how do you get that right? Yeah, if you, if, if you kick off with the funding question, <clears throat> it's really a most severe situation because it's very difficult to find anybody who would want to invest in just an idea. What, what investors want is a proven and successful concept. So you find finding money very, very difficult. Um, the IDC here had funds available, but nowadays it's very difficult to get anywhere with those. Okay, we just seem to have lost you for a second. Just, just repeat the last part. So in terms of, okay, so funding we know. So you, you want to protect your invention. What, and that's where you come in, right? What needs to happen? Uh, well, if you're going to protect it, you've got to consider two options. One is the patenting route, which can become costly depending on what sort of patent you need. And the other route is you could consider a, a registration of the design, which is a lot cheaper, um, but it's, it's not in any way going to protect a functional product. Uh, a design is what it is, a design. But a functional product you have to patent. Most people are listening and say, we want to do it, we haven't got money or I'll do that later on. How I can't afford it now. What do you tell people like that? <laughs> yeah, we're back to funding in a way. There's options. You can you can maybe persuade someone to give you money. You can ask friends. You can even consider crowdfunding. Um, angel investors, if you can persuade somebody, or even a big company, if they like your idea. But, of course, you must be able to protect the idea before you make it public. Because if you make it public before you've got any rights to it, then you've got no rights to it. Fundamentally, the idea could be stolen. So it's a kind of a catch-22. Um, one way you can... depends on the invention, but one good way to work is to take baby steps, to not 
believe that you have to have a large investment to get started. Some, some ideas can be developed quite cheaply. And once the concept's proven, they can be patented quite cheaply. It's later that you need the money. So in, in, the, in the broader scheme of things, then in terms of your institute, the Institute for, in, for Inventors and, and uh, Innovators, what, what, what is your role? What's your function? Why do you exist? Yeah, the Institute of Inventors and Innovators' only role, really, is to support inventors. And we do this by direct contact with inventors. We have inventors that come to our meetings. Um, we have a website, um, www.iii.org.za, where there's information about inventing and the Institute. And we give advice. I suppose advice is probably one of our major roles at the moment. We take novice inventors that come to us, they say, I've got an idea, what do I do next? And we can introduce them to a number of professionals who form a panel. It's a service we call Pitch It to the Panel. And for a small fee, they can sit for an hour with the experts and we'll give them plenty of good advice and guidance before they go and waste money in the wrong direction. Do we, do so we I think have... that's probably our primary service. Okay, is, is there more? Is there more? <laughs> yeah, we have speakers at our meetings. Um, once we've got an idea of whether a, a, an invention has legs, if you like, then we can introduce the um, candidates to professional services, um, patent attorneys, design people, uh, development people, prototyping people, those sort of services can be connected through the Institute. Mm. How do you think we have enough inventors in our country in terms of like, is there a way to gauge an average, you know, inventor as per percentage of population? The inventiveness is huge. Um, we're always impressed with the number of people who've got good ideas. And it's across all sectors of the population. The, the problem is enabling those inventions. Clearly, there's a few that don't have legs. They'll never go anywhere. They might have been already thought of. Um, they might be coming along at the wrong time because timing can be very important. But if the idea seems to us to have opportunities, then it, it's certainly no shortage of ideas like that. It's being able to then develop that idea that becomes a challenge. Mm. What you know, is there a way to to encourage innovative or, or innovation-type thinking? Now, it's something we do talk about. Uh, is there something that you get involved in where just the whole concept of think innovation to your problems every day, do you encourage it? Is there a way to train people to think like that? You know, it's always been said that necessity is the mother of invention. And there's an awful lot of truth in that. Because people who invent things generally look at a problem and say, isn't there a better way of doing this? Can't I resolve the problem by some kind of innovation? And it's that that sparks the ideas for inventors. As simple as that. There are, of course, people in research functions and in universities as well as corporates who are paid to develop and invent new ways. But the type of inventor we deal with is generally the one that's a home inventor, maybe has a, mm. a little workshop in his garage where he tinkers. Those sort of people are looking for solutions to problems. 
Okay, give me some details uh, in, in so far as how people can connect with you. Sorry, I, I lost you there. For the some, give me some details, you know, website, uh, address, contact numbers, social media, uh, address that people can connect you with. Um, sorry, you'll have to repeat it. Okay, I'm saying, line. how can people connect with you? How can they reach you? Ah, okay. Well, they, they can write to the Institute of Inventors um, via our website, just to our info at triplei.org.za, or they can telephone the office. There's a, a, a telephone number on the website. But the main, the main way to get in touch with us is, is to send an email to our info address okay and that and that email address for info is just what is it it's info at iii.org.za okay iii.org.za info at iii.org.za thanks so much for your time appreciate it ken hawksworth chairman of the iii which is institute for inventors and innovators they are interesting thoughts uh, around what they do Indeed. Let's get to uh, the late night drama. It's called Josie Dark.